The night grew misty as it went on. With the flashing red and blue light on the dash of the unmarked sedan, Benedetti pulled off the interstate in Baker City. After that, finding rolling rigs and frying pigs didn't take long. This'll be it, Martin said to Benedetti when the bubble of bright light that was the store's sign came into view. In this fold of dark pockets and hazy sodium street lamps, it looked like a tick about to pop. Seven cars were parked in the lot, four were police cruisers. Around the back, an 18-wheeler slept beside the gas pumps, its cab dark. A twenty-something guy with a clutch of black hair leaned against the driver's side of a white Mustang smoking a cigarette, his denim jacket open in a kind of James Dean way. Through the back window, Benedetti made out the silhouette of his girlfriend. He guessed one of the other two cars, probably the silver BMW, belonged to the old man standing with one of the state cops. He wore a collared shirt untucked and black sweatpants and looked like he dressed hastily, probably pulled out of bed. Most likely he was the owner of this little piece of trucker paradise. Benedetti pulled in beside one of the cruisers. The detectives got out of the car. Martin retrieved the CSI kit from the trunk. Benedetti grabbed the camera. They walked up to the door, flashing their badges and ducking under police tape on the way. Before going in through the one door that had been propped open, Benedetti stopped to take pictures of the scene from outside, of the body slumped up against the other door, and of the red streaks of blood sliding down the glass above it. There was a bullet hole in the glass with a spiderweb pattern of cracks radiating out from it. The victim had been shot in the chest at close range. Martin approached one of the state troopers at the door. I'm Detective Dennis Martin, and my partner... He pointed with his thumb to Benedetti still outside. We're from Portland Bureau. Ah, said the trooper, shaking Martin's hand. Officer Will Stanton, welcome to happy hour, Detective Martin. Benedetti entered behind Martin and shook Officer Stanton's hand. Who's the punk in the Mustang? Guy who called it in said he got halfway to the door, turned around, and grabbed his cell phone. And the other guy, Benedetti said, he the owner. Stanton nodded. Okay, we'll talk to them in a minute. What are we looking at? Two victims. You already met one of them. Stanton pointed to the limp body. The others behind the counter. Judging from the footprints in the blood, looks like there were two perpetrators inside when it happened. Benedetti nodded, checking them for himself. One set of sneakers, uh, one set of boots by the look of things. Can I get someone to photograph these? Stanton motioned for one of his men to do it. The cop he picked out brushed past and went outside, ostensibly, to retrieve a camera. Stanton continued his synopsis of the crime scene. The till's empty. Cigarettes and booze may have been taken. According to Mr. White outside, the shelves were all restocked last night, and if you check, there's some big empty spaces now. Haven't actually looked at the sales record yet. Benedetti stepped past Martin and Stanton, tiptoeing around any of the blood pools on the white-tiled floor, and made his way around the counter. Three other state cops were inside, standing in a huddle by the coffee, donuts, and JoJo's. The victim behind the counter got it worse than the one at the door. This one, a white female, was missing a good chunk of her head. He studied the position and pose of the body and compared it to the blood spray on the shelves and window behind her.